Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. Kate, what episode is it? 108, lay them straight, it's going to be great. Okay, she was rhyming earlier and I felt the need for y'all to get to enjoy that as well. But she added some, you ad-libbed there, you added some more for us. So thanks so much. You know, after Easter weekend, we probably need a little fun and ad-libbing to our life. Yeah. Because I feel like maybe all of our Easter plans did not go as planned. Um, Some of my Easter basket items included printouts of things that were coming. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Mine included the child saying, by the way, did you remember that I wanted this in my Easter basket? And me saying, I'm sorry, that's not happening. I don't know what you're thinking about. So you're just going to have to be disappointed. Yeah. Remember Jesus? Right. It's about him. Yep. It's all going to be fine. (laughs) So my, I have a 12-year-old daughter and we are in... Where, what kind of bathing suit do we wear? <gasps> We're there. Yeah. So it's just really hard because, she, you know, you kind of need like a shelf bra or like a little built-in something. Yeah, girl. And we need some padding. Yes. But then if we go into women's suits, you know, we, we really don't necessarily want to be wearing women's suits because they don't look like her. You no, know, they have like the triangle cut out for the top and you're like, nope. Yeah. We need a straight shot here. And what are we doing? And real cheeky, you know. They're, what is up with the cheeky suits? Uh, Y'all, that's not my best feature. Uh, I don't want to show that. Listen, for some girls, it might be, but no, it's ma'am. still a lot. Cover my butt. So anyway, I mean, I have been looking, I mean, for weeks I've been looking for stuff and lo- and everywhere. So finally I just ordered four different bathing suits from Sheen. Oh, yeah. For basically what the price of one suit in America is. That's right. But they're coming across the ocean? (laughs) They certainly are. And But anyway, that was the printout because everybody else got a swimsuit, but that child got a, they're on their way from China. Listen, I I don't know why you didn't call me because I'm the queen. Where did you find swimsuits? I have ordered like 30 for my child. Okay. And taken 27 of them back. Yeah. So we have three now, and they all have the little shelf bra. Where did you get them? And they're not cheeky, and they're fabulous. So we got You're going to say Kohl's. Nope. I know it. Nope. I tried Kohl's. Okay. Kohl's didn't have the shelf bra. Okay. Uh, children's Place. Really? Because they actually have big sizes, like 12, 14, 16 okay. at Children's Place. And where does that other one come from? I got one from Walmart. Okay. But no, I was able to find some, and they were appropriate, but still trendy. Good for you, because I feel like in the girls, the only they were like athletic swimsuits. Oh yeah, if they were gonna tick the boxes, and they just weren't cute. Which someone told me that Athleta, Athleta, yeah, Athleta has a beautiful collection of girls swimsuits that includes all those little extras. Someone told me that too. I, she did not see any patterns she liked and they're pricey. That's the thing. It's the patterns. Now yeah. they have opinions. Yeah. You can't just put that thing in the Easter basket and then be like, I love it. Uh-huh. They don't love it. Nope. So maybe that was good that you gave her the printout. She can like circle her favorite. Well, she's getting four and they were $8 a piece and I felt great about that. But you can't send them back, right? No. 
No, have I told the story on here about me trying to send my swimsuit back to China? Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. So listen, somebody on our podcast might get to buy one of them Sheen swimsuits if she don't like it. Yeah, I, I will donate it. I, I, it is not worth trying to sell it, but yes. So, but anyway, otherwise, all the Easter goodness worked out. And it was beautiful weather here yeah. in Texas where we are. We just had the most lovely Easter weather. Yeah. It's just been fabulous. So, okay. Well, bye Easter. 108. <laughs> Lay them straight. Okay, but this is what's so funny is I'm not ready to give it up yet, okay? Because we're so thankful to those of you that joined us for our Patreon. Yes. As we did our Holy Week devotional last week and got to follow the steps of Jesus. We just ask lots of questions because yeah. we don't know it all. Yeah. And I feel like every time I read it, I learn something new. Isn't that what's so fascinating? Because like last year we did all 40 days of Lent and like we basically read each account in each of the Gospels. Like, it was intense. And I remember learning so much. And then doing it again this year, I'm still, like, what's crazy is we'll record a seven or eight minute episode, and I will have taken hours of study to get down to what I want to share in those seven minutes. Because you just feel like you want to handle it well, the scriptures that we're covering. And there's just, because it's Holy Week, Lots of people holy. Yes. It's like you want to do it right. But also lots of people have lots of opinions on things. So you read commentaries and you read biblical scholars and it's like, well, could have been this, could have been this. Well, that's the thing, moms. Okay. We just need the basic truth. Jesus died, Jesus rose. Yeah. But there's some other stuff that really is up for discussion. Right. I mean, only Jesus knows. Yes. But it's so neat to think about. Who got to the tomb first? Yeah. How many guards were there? Yeah. I mean, we, we just don't exactly know. Yeah. We know who got to the tomb first. Yeah, but then there's that account about Peter and John running, and John says he got there first, and Mary. Listen. Listen. Okay, anyway, so one of the stories we didn't cover because it's post-resurrection, I just want to talk about it real quick today because it's so, so good, and I think it helps us kind of think of where we're headed now. So Luke 24 gives an account called The Walk to Emmaus. Right. Uh Or how do you say it? Emmaus. Okay. And it's about two disciples that interact with Jesus on the Sunday after he had risen. And I want to just read the first little section. It's Luke 24, 13 through 16. It says, That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them, but God kept them from recognizing him. So first of all, did he like come out from behind a hill? I mean, what does it mean suddenly? Right. Did he appear like, can you imagine, you you know, you're walking along with your friend and all of a sudden you're like, oh, what up, bro? I mean, they don't (laughs) act surprised. So I feel like whatever he did, it was a normal joining to the group. And so Jesus asks them what they're talking about, and it names one of the disciples Cleopas. And it's kind of a humorous statement because we, as the reader, already know what's going on, but they, as the disciples, don't. But Cleopas says, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who has not heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. Uh, like, where have you been, bro? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to say he was behind the hill. Uh-huh. Like, he just came out from you. Um, but I've heard this story before, and I've always assumed it's two guys. Yeah. I don't think it is. Really? Okay, so here's what I learned. So as I studied this, scholars actually believe that the other disciple was a woman. Actually, the wife of Cleopas named Mary, 
who we find at the foot of Jesus' cross at crucifixion. Which Mary is she? So John 19.25 says, Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary Magdalene. Shut up right now. Oh, yes, it does say that. It was a married couple. It was a husband and wife. <gasps> what in the literal world? Isn't that so cool? Okay, okay, I told, I mean, I'm into it, but why do you think it, what else, is there anything else that leads you to believe? Is he, so he's named, but she's not in right. that passage. Right, he's named, but she's not. Okay. And they said it just makes sense that they had come into Jerusalem And they would have been Jesus. together. They would have been together, and now they're going back home together. Well, I love just considering that. Because, yeah, I've always pictured it being two men. And isn't that interesting? That I think that's one of the most eye-opening things when you do read these accounts throughout Holy Week. If you look for the women, you see <gasps> That's what warms my heart. Yeah. I just, I love reading about Jesus' interactions with women. Yeah. And this is such a beautiful encounter because, guys, it was a long time they were together. Uh-huh. So they walked seven miles uh-huh. from Jerusalem to Emmaus, which they scholars think is like about a three-hour walk. Okay. And they literally are just walking and talking with Jesus. Yeah. I mean. And, and so interesting that whatever God did in that moment that they, you know, couldn't, didn't know that it was Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So they talked in this whole time. They don't know it's him. Scripture tells us that Jesus actually took them through the writings of Moses and the prophets. He explained the scriptures concerning himself. He basically Bible taught them the Old Testament for three it. hours. I love it. I mean, that's my dream. Yeah. Kate doesn't love sitting at the front row of the professor's class for the three-hour lecture. No, one hour? Fantastic. You need, you need to walk around, yes. have some breaks. Uh-huh. But three hours, Yeah, they were just talking with Jesus. So they get to Emmaus, and Jesus tries to keep going, and they're like, no, 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 it's getting late. You should just stay with us. So Jesus is like, okay. And so then it says that as they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them, and suddenly their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and at that moment, he disappeared. Yeah. So I think that one is like, uh, he's here, he's not. I don't think he's going behind the hill. I think he's just like, disappeared. Yeah. Surprise. Shock. Where'd he go? The bread falls to the plate. Okay, but listen. So do you remember last year in our 40 days of holy devotional Lent, whatever, Uh we discussed whether or not there were more people at the Passover dinner. We sure did. So I'm just curious how they would have known when he broke the bread and blessed it like he did at communion that night. Yeah. Like maybe they were there. And so that's why when he did that, they were like, oh, yeah, we've seen this before. They certainly could have been in the room where it happened. Right? Yeah. I mean, like this just stuff, just stuff just makes me excited. Yeah. Yeah, If you didn't listen to our Lent stuff last year, we did start to actually, when you read the scriptures and you kind of just start picking up on the pronouns used about what people, you know, as it's describing people, you realize, because we always um, envision it. Is it Da Vinci's? Yes. That last picture. Yeah. That picture, that painting. Well, first of all, with white Jesus. And then second of all, you know, all these white bros at this long table, super long table, bless the guys on the very end. Y'all can't hear nothing. No. And, you know, we come to realize, because unfortunately, then that's, because that's what we've seen, then that's what we envision in our head, but, but really, actually, it, it wouldn't have looked much like that at all. And, um, first of all, everybody was a different color. And second of all, they were <laughs> reclining at the table. And third of all, they would have been in this massive room with all of these people would have come. This was a family celebration. So there would have been likely Jesus mother would have been there. Anyway. So cool. It's so, so cool. It's just neat to think it, just to think it through um, and kind of, 
kind of reassess, you know, I think all these people that create like Bible story coloring books and, you know, even Da Vinci and all these things that he painted and stuff, I, I, I don't think his heart was in the wrong place. No. But we as human beings tend to take those pictures and then think, that then, then that's how we always envision it. Right. And it's neat to kind of go back to the Bible and go, hmm. Yeah, exactly. And again, this is not a gospel issue. It is certainly not. Jesus died, Jesus rose. Right. These are just some interesting things to talk about as believers to kind of go, I wonder. I, I wonder it. if I've this is how it went. I never even, in my mind, it was always two dudes. So I love considering that it could have been a husband and wife. That's great. I do too. So the last thing they say, uh, the sweet couple, I think they're sweet. They're just, that's how I see it. Well, because they, they're hospitable. That's they right. say to him, stay, stay with, with us. us. Yeah. It says, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And y'all, this is the first instance of heartburn in the Bible. <laughs> Their hearts burn within them. But this is the kind of heartburn that you get when you read God's word and it pricks you. Yep. And there's something in your life going on where it touches you and you just, it's like the veil's lifted and you just see God's word. Yeah. Like, opening up your understanding of stuff. It's that feeling you get when you're sitting in church and like the pastor reads a scripture you've heard a thousand times and the tears pop in your eyes because you're like, oh, I'm just hearing it different today. Yep. This is the way that we interact with scripture. And so when we think about post-Easter, like where are we headed now? I just thought it would be neat to consider the road to Emmaus. I that love we want to walk with Jesus. Yes. I want my heart to burn within me when I read his word. Yeah. Because I'm so excited to learn what he wants to teach me. Yeah. I just think it's a great way for us to move forward into this next season of life. I love it. So ladies, get you some heartburn. (laughs) The good kind. (laughs) And some Tums if you need it too. Yes. Okay, so what we wanted to do today, and y'all are going to think this is early, but listen, Kate and I are here to tell you it is not. It is certainly not. This is called PSA. It's gonna be May. (laughs) Okay, that was actually really good. I feel like you hit the note. I don't know if we can recreate that in a minute, but y'all, let's just take a moment and go. High five. Good job. Y'all, PSA stands for Public Service Announcement because we want to go ahead and help you now post-Easter to look ahead at what's coming. Yeah. Because there's a lot. May is a lot. Um, I know you think it's only April, but y'all wait. Gonna be here before you know it. Yeah, and I think if we can if we can preempt this a little bit. So um, in my in the last couple of years on my social media, because see this is something I had to learn because it was, would sneak up on me every year. So then the last couple of years, I intentionally in April would have been posting like, okay, heads up, it's coming. And then I've heard all these women also say, okay, yes, also May is a lot for me. And so someone calls it May Simber. Yeah, because it's like, it's like the December of spring. Yes. And what's tricky about it is in December, you know, December is going to be a lot, right? Because there's all these gifts, there's these celebrations, there's all this extra stuff. It's the end of the year, bloopity blop, and it's just a lot. And then we think about May and we think about tulips. Flowers. And sunshine. And no alarm clocks. Flying kites. So fun. But Mm -mm. really, Mm -mm. when you start getting into it, Mm -mm. May is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So listen, we've been talking previous to this that Sunday's coming. Y'all, Sunday done come. (laughs) Summer's coming. Summer is coming. Summer is coming. And it is time to saddle up and get ready. I'm not not singing that part of the song. 
Okay, but I did. I got my first email last week about summer condition, strength and conditioning for my kid. Yeah. I mean, they're putting the dates out there. It's time. It's time to start thinking about these things. Yes. I actually, I, I don't think I've ever been this far ahead of the game, but a few weeks ago, I took a day and I worked on our summer calendar. I said, I know, dude. I know. Y'all I, about to get up from this mic and walk out. Listen, listen. That's you, rude. She didn't even text me and you say, you should be doing me, this too. You juked me a few weeks ago when you were like, I've had my Easter stuff for a month. Well, you, I mean, Easter was coming quicker <laughs> than <laughs> summer. What? I just started seeing stuff and I was like, oh my. And I knew, I knew I had to book some flights and stuff. And so I just went ahead and set aside literal four to five hours one afternoon and I pulled out the calendar and I just started grabbing all of it okay basketball camp volleyball camp church camp mission you need trip. to share that with your closest friends so that we don't have to do it because you already have the calendar so sorry I'm I'll take right off now. your flights because I'm not going with you okay. but I'll do the rest of it I would be happy to hilariously our basketball and volleyball camp you have to print out a literal form yes you do and probably have to write a check too, and write a literal yes. check Put it in an envelope with a stamp. Yes. Write an address. Like, I was like, this is a time warp moment. Listen, make your kid do it because they don't know how to write envelopes. So that's a whole good teaching moment right there. Okay, but this is, okay, so I've got three things for summer's coming. Number one, priorities. Yeah. So you did what that means. You said, I got to buy a plane ticket. That's Uh a priority that can't wait. Yeah. So I've got to sit down and do it now. Yeah. I think as moms, we have to look to summer and just go, is there a priority? Is there something that has to get done this summer? or needs to be done, so that we can go ahead and do that first. It's like the big rock first, right? What is the thing you want to do with your kid? And one of the things that I just want all of our moms to hear from us is you need to send your kid to church camp. Yeah. They need to go to church camp. Yes. We did it this week at church where our pastor and his wife encouraged um, all the parents to sign their kids up 6th through 12th grade. But y'all, I know vacations are important, but I am telling you, yeah. church camp is life-changing. It certainly is. There are things that happen there that literally will be part of their story for the rest of their life. Yeah. So if you can make it happen, one of your priorities needs to be church camp. Yeah. They need to go. And you don't have to do 40 different little trips. You know, I, I think we just, I start feeling like, okay, we've got to go to the beach. Okay, we've got to go to the water park. Okay, we've got to go visit these people. we got to go. And then all of a sudden, what's supposed to be like a kind of a chiller time, it becomes the opposite of chill. Yes, exactly. Because once you know your priorities, once you know the things that are important to your family for the summer, like church camp is one of those things. And then I've got a kid that wants to do a football camp. That's important. Like just trying to pick out the things that are most important to the kid. Once you know what your priorities are, then you can start planning. Mm -hmm. Okay, where do these fit onto the calendar? And just like Kate said, if you've got four camps back to back, you may think that sounds amazing. Because you're going to have some alone time or something. Y'all, it is not. It is not. It's exhausting. And, you know, I think we forget about all the prep that goes into sending a kid to camp. Like, I, if I close my eyes, I can envision, I like, on the, on the wall of my bedroom where they, it's all laid out. You know, everything's in these little Zip piles. Baggies. The Ziploc Ooh, bags with all got these. Got some labels. Yes. And all the little things you have to buy when they tell you yes. the packing list and that is a, it's a whole thing. And then they come home and then it's all the stuff to wash and put away. Yes. And then if you're having to then like turn over and head to vacation, just like think through some of those things. Cause it's, it's more than I think we anticipate it's going to be. 
And it's more for our kids. Yes. I mean, as much as we think they want to do these back-to-back things, their little bodies get tired. Yeah. Their big bodies get tired. Yeah. My big kids get tired. And they need days off where there is nothing on the calendar. And they really could just veg out all day, and I'm not going to yell about it. I'm just going to let them live their best life for 36 hours. Yes. Because sometimes it's the best thing for them. And for us, too, as moms, Uh you need to schedule in your alone time for the summer. Do you have a girl's trip? Do you have a night out with your friends for dinner? Do you want your husband and you to have some date nights this summer because you didn't have them during the school year? These are great times to plan those things in. And the last one was what Kate said, how to prepare for those. Mm -hmm. Because you really could start thinking through some of that packing now. Mm -hmm. Or if you've already got theme days for stuff, like for KidQuest or VBS, I know lots of families do that. What's the color? Could you start looking now? Because if you start looking the week before, it's like Valentine and Easter. That store has been bought out. There is nothing purple left. I'm so sorry. I know it. You're going to have to mix paint and like slap it on a t-shirt. Yeah. But I think it helps with the overwhelm if we can kind of start thinking through summer now and truly just get a couple hours to yourself and sit down and start looking at, okay, these are the options on the table. I know these are the things that we really want to do and just go ahead and put them on the calendar. Go ahead and register the kid do whatever needs oh, to be done. Oh, you have to register now because if you don't, they run out of spots. Yeah. So just go ahead, take a couple hours, start thinking through summer, and just get a little game plan together so that you don't feel like you're behind the eight ball when May 31st rolls around. And if you're like Kate and you're overachieving your summer plans, <laughs> you're going to be that friend that texts all your other mom friends yeah. and goes, hey, we're doing volleyball camp this week. Yeah. Who else wants to do it? Yeah. So that the rest of us can go, yes. Somebody finally told me when it is. They've already done the research. She's got the link for the printout. We are ready to go. I will happily send you all the links. And we can carpool. I'm here for you. Yes. Everybody loves a good carpool. Please, yes. Let's do it. Okay, so moms, PSA, it's almost May. You need to get some summer planning done. Yep. So mark off some time in the next few weeks where you can get alone with your calendar and a coffee and just knock it out. Yes. Okay, number two, your teacher doesn't need an Easter basket. But she does need a thank you gift for taking care of your baby all year long. <laughs> yes. So May is Teacher Appreciation Month across the United States. I wonder if they do that in other countries. I try and remember that we have other countries that listen to us. They um, love their teachers too. Yes. Yes. But in America, sometime in May, you know, we have Teacher Appreciation Month. So what is so interesting, you know, I am this little room mom for, for Caroline's room and we got on the group me, it was like, hey, we're having a door decorating contest for the teachers for Teacher Appreciation Day. Why do they? Why are they decorating their door for Teacher Appreciation? Is it like you're appreciating your teacher by decorating her door? Yes. Oh, so it's a way to say we love you. It is. And you don't want to do that. Well, there's a contest. The contest, I think, is what actually got me. Because well, I'm yeah, because like- you're competitive. <laughs> you're like, okay, if there's a prize, we about to win it. What do we got to do? So anyway, but it's just so funny because it's like. Do you have to do it by yourself? Are you supposed to get help? I mean, potentially you could get help, but you have to go up there and it's like they've blocked out, you know, three hours for you to go up there and decorate these doors and it's fine. It'll all be fine. Um, And I'm kind of thinking, you know, I've made it through. This is my third child and I have not had to be room mom yet. And so I am just putting in my time. So proud of you. You know, and I love her teacher and I would love for her to feel honored and special. And so. And if she wins, Kate wins too. Fantastic. Yes. 
Um, so, but what's interesting is a lot of our schools here, there's like something every day for teacher appreciation. And how do you feel about that? I know. I go back and forth because sometimes I find a gift if I'm planning early that I'm just like, this is the perfect gift. I want to get the teacher this thing. Uh-huh. But I have spent the budget on this thing. Uh-huh. And I don't have budget for the five days of things. Well, it's like, I just, I have a hard time sometimes with it because it's like, it's, you help me grow. So everybody bring a plant. So then that teacher is going to end up with 20 plants. She can't carry all those to her car. She you needs know? help. I just don't know why we can't all go, hey, y'all, here's the Venmo. You know, she wants plants. Let's give that, her a load. feels so cold. No, We're just it's sending fine. Her money. I can tell you every teacher I've ever talked to said she wants money. <laughs> she said, here's my Venmo. Send me cash. Uh, come on. You know, but I also think for some moms who are not uber creative, they're like, thank you. Yeah. Now I know exactly what I'm supposed to do each day. And yeah. some kids who like to do creative things for their teacher probably love that. I just, I don't like boxes for my creativity. Oh, I make you do my own not. box. You do not. I make my own box. So if there's five days, we'll usually participate in like two of them. Yeah. You know, and then send a one big gift. Yes. Yes, so. and it's just so weird to me that we send the gift before the end of the year. Uh huh. So they could just check out at that point and be like, "I'm moving on to the next school. Well, I'm done. I got like, all my stuff." I usually feel like I need to give her another gift on the last day of school. Yes. Yeah. But no, I spent the budget. I can't be doing that. Well, you get one thing. I know. But listen, start thinking now because honestly, when you're walking around stores, I say this all the time to my moms: if you see it, buy it. Don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't think it's going to be there next week when you go back. Buy it right then. Yeah. Just do it. Do you think it's cute? Do it. Yes. Because it won't be there. So this gives you an opportunity to start thinking ahead about those things. And I do think we sometimes over-dramatize it. If you just want to get that sweet teacher a gift card, she will love it. You don't have to buy an actual thing. Just give her some cash. Like, you could put cash. You know what? I'm not even kidding. We gave Judd's teacher cash one year. Yeah. 100%. I actually gave her a wallet, and there was cash in the wallet. Cute. Because I love that child. Yeah. But we needed to say thank you to her uh-huh. in a big way. Yeah. And I did. I just straight gave her cash. I think that is adorable. And she was probably like, wow, this is amazing. We could start, like, cash for teachers. Yes. Can we do that? Yeah. Weren't we start? Oh, we Holy Easter. We were changing Easter's name. Now we're changing teacher appreciation. Cash, cash for, for teachers. teachers. Yes. That, you heard it here. Let's go. <laughs> PSA, it's almost May. Yes. Okay, last one, and this one is super important for May. Okay. Okay. I got a little rhyme for you. Oh. I told you. Okay. Mother's Day is not just up to your bay. (laughs) Stop for a moment and consider what's best. Communicate your wishes, and the day will be lit. What did lit rhyme with? that That didn't rhyme. What? Stop for a moment and consider... What's best? Communicate your wishes and the day will be lit. No, lit Sorry. doesn't go with anything. Okay, so let's just go with the beginning. Mother's Day is not just up to your bay. Thank you. Do you know what bay means? Yes, but it's. I'm now wanting to think of something that rhymes with best. <laughs> and forget all the rest. And forget something. all the rest. Communicate your wishes and forget all the rest. Yeah. Okay, there you. it is. Yeah, I was not going to be able to move on from that. <laughs> Um, no, I think that is so good because we do put so much pressure. You know, if you have a spouse, um, then we do end up putting so much pressure on them. Um, and you know, for moms that are single moms or widowed moms, 
um, they, you know, can we know that they have a hard time too because it's like, okay, well, who's going to do something nice for me? That's right. Because I don't have a husband who's going to like help get the kids to, you know, get these things. And so can we just say also too, before we even talk about gifts, that Mother's Day is loaded. It is, a, it is an emotional landmine. If you love Mother's Day, we are so happy for you. If you have a lovely Mother's Day every year and you just eat up all Keep this it to yourself. time with your kids and <laughs> it's just that is so lovely you are you are in the minority though I'm just going to be real honest because that's why we love to talk about on our Gather Moms podcast just think ahead and yeah. think about what you would really enjoy right if you would enjoy a day with family and friends go for it but if you would enjoy a pedicure by yourself or a night out with your girlfriends, yep. then now is the time to start planning that yeah. and letting those closest to you know, listen, if you really want to make me feel special this year, this is what would do it. I just sent a meme to Jeremy and it was like something I had seen online or whatever. And it said, all I want is in my Easter basket is are some Reese's eggs and a night in a hotel room. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what you would want in your Easter basket. Yes. And that is, you know, that's like a great Mother's Day for me. That's a great, yes, exactly. So here's the deal too. The calendar gets real full in May. Yeah. And so sometimes I think it's just partly, there's no room for you to get to go do something by yourself because you're managing end of the year award ceremonies and teacher appreciation and planning all these things. And so you may need to celebrate Mother's Day at the end of April. You hear what I'm saying? Say it. Because the other piece I, th- I think to that that makes Mother's Day complicated is you also want to celebrate the mother and mothers in your yes. life. Yes. So you're trying to figure out how to prioritize time with them, make sure that they feel special. Sometimes that's a complicated order because you've got various people with other emotional landmines. Their own things they need to communicate to yes. those around them. Yes. Yes. That they haven't. You find out about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Post Mother's Day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you get a letter in the mail and you're like, oh gosh, why did I, why See, people still send letters. They need stamps. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hopefully there's a check in it. But I, I love that you, Mother's Day does not have to be celebrated for you on Mother's Day weekend. If it, if that doesn't work for you, that is totally fine. Just pick when is best and communicate that to the people that love you. They Well, and what's best for you. the other people in your life that are going to help if they're going to watch kids or... If you need a reservation at a restaurant or if you want to go away for a weekend in a hotel, it, I mean, honestly, that weekend may not be the best. So, and that was hard for me when I first got married, everything had to be the day of the birthday, the Christmas, the anniversary. And I'm way over that. I'm like, we just need to figure out what works in this next month for the day to happen. Yeah. Cause I can celebrate I mean, you need to still tell me on the day of. Sure. But you know, after that we can figure it out. Well, and can we just say, if you have a single or widowed mom in your life, would you reach out to her in the next, you know, few weeks and just say, hey, Mother's Day is coming up and I would love to celebrate you. Ask her how you can celebrate her or plan on, man, isn't it a great way to celebrate Mother's Day by celebrating another mom? You know, go leave some flowers on her doorstep or something like that. And, and, you know, if you are, if you are the mom, um, that's single or widowed, could you just go ahead and think through what you need? <gasps> that's so good. So when somebody asks you, don't say, oh, I don't need anything. Say, yeah. actually, yeah. I do want, need, like, love. Yes. Yeah. That is so good. Listen, that needs to be our mission. 
everybody needs to take care of somebody else's, some other mom in their life. Yeah. Because I think, well, that goes with scripture. When you serve others, you're getting more out of it than they are, the joy that's filling your heart. Yeah. So that would be so good. Hey, the other big thing that happens in May is all the end of the year stuff, the big end of the year celebrations and everything. How do you feel about end of year award ceremonies? Do we have to go to those anymore after COVID? I feel like we don't have to go to those anymore. See, I feel like they've changed all that. Some of those they're doing earlier now in like, I've seen all these pictures lately of all these other award banquets that have already been happening. So okay. I don't know that they're at the end of the year. I mean, the only thing at the end of the year is the class party that yeah. you're planning. Remember, home, uh-huh. home room mom? Yeah. You're planning that uh-huh. that ice cream Sunday celebration. Can't wait. For those sweet babes. Yeah. So, no. No, I feel like it's a little anticlimactic. Like you get to the very end and you're like, oh, we're done? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Tomorrow we sleep in. Yeah. Yes. Well, and probably, Rebecca, you and I should have a follow-up episode soon about, like, how to have a successful summer or just tip not how to because we certainly don't have it figured out. (laughs) Remember, I don't – I'm not really – summer's not – I'm not good with it. It's not my best. I just – I know that about myself. Well, and summer's been a struggle for me historically, but I think you and I keep tweaking it and getting better. Yeah. But I think it'd be good for us to talk about some things there. Let's do it. Maybe we should like put some questions out to our audience to help us think oh, through that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's plan on doing that Let's too. Let's do that. Okay. But we just wanted to get your minds going because we've just finished another big holiday. We're looking towards the end of the school year. I think it's going to help all of us if we kind of get some ducks in a row for that um, because ducks actually have eggs. Do ducks have eggs? Ducks do. They do. Yeah. Maybe they should be the mascot, the mascot for Easter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think if we go ahead and do that, honestly, it's just going to make us all feel better. I really does make me feel better when I feel more prepared for things. I don't like to be surprised with that kind of stuff, except with gifts. I love to be surprised with gifts, but I don't (laughs) like to be surprised with other things. And what I have figured out as my kids are getting older, there's more that flies under the radar because older kids don't convey information to you as well oh for sure because nobody's sending home that note in the red folder yeah so you get surprised a lot yes at the end with oh my gosh I didn't know we were doing that yes so the more you know the better you're ready for those other surprises that are coming yeah and I do think you need to have a checkbook because I've had to write many a check for things lately isn't that funny I wrote a check yesterday yes for something for school we're doing it yeah they have not all switched over to Venmo no, but it's like, I don't know. Finally, there was something this year, like for the field trip, there they did have an online payment portal thing, which I was like, thank you guys. Yes. You know, I don't really love sending a six-year-old with $25 cash. <laughs> oh, man, we would like staple it to the paper yes. so they don't lose it. Yeah. But listen, your kids do not know how to write a check and they do not know how to address an envelope. So yeah. if you're having to do that for something, sit that baby down and have a little life lesson. Yeah. It'll help. Yeah. Come alongside. Yes. So. We love you, and we're so excited to head into this end of the school year with you. It's gonna be May. Oh my gosh, she did it again and hit the (laughs) note again. Y'all, that's two for two. I mean, I feel like we are clicking on all cylinders here. Something is working right. You getting it, girl. I mean, my rhyme fell flat, but her note (laughs) hit the goalpost. I don't know. I don't have anything for that one. So... Goalpost is great. <laughs> Winner. Okay. Listen, we've had it too, man. We need a little break now. So, see you 108. Yeah. Peace out, moms. We'll see you on, on the flip side. <laughs>
That's not usually how we sign off, do we? We don't know what the flip side is. <laughs> Next time on okay. Gather Moms. See you around. <laughs> do y'all hear the plane crashing as we speak? <laughs> this is how their last episode ever <laughs> All right, moms, we love you. We'll see you. Uh, we'll be back. Episode we'll be 109. Back. We'll be okay. back. All right. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Mosquito Shield. Y'all, my most unfavorite part of spring and summer is the mosquitoes in Texas. And we have got the answer for you. Because Mosquito Shield is going to come and take care of all those pesky mosquitoes in your yard so that you can enjoy those summer nights with your friends and family. They will treat your yard every 10 to 17 days, creating a barrier so they can't get in. And they even provide tick shield for your four-legged friends. Mosquito Shield is a family-owned and operated, and they guarantee their work. So give them a call at 214-897-3077 to learn about their specials or visit them online at moshield.com. You heard that right. You want some Mo Shield for your mosquitoes? Yeah, girl. Today's episode is sponsored by Zanata. Zanata generously provided the best salad for all of our moms at our podcast live event, and that was the thing that ran out first. If you haven't been to Zanata yet in Rockwall's downtown, you need to check it out today. It is one of my favorite lunch spots and where we love to go for date night. So go check out Zanata in downtown Rockwall, Texas.